This reading's from Isaiah 41, verses 8 to 13. But you are Israel, my servant Jacob, whom I have chosen. You descendants of Abraham, my friend. I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing can perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. So Richard's story illustrates to me so clearly the words of Isaiah 41 and verse 10. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We come today to remember the horrific cost of war, the grim scenes of blood-stained battlefields. We remember with compassion those who've been bereaved and are wounded. We remember those who continue to risk their lives for peace around our world today. And we come also to pray for peace and for wholeness in places that remain in conflict. The story of Richard was set in Afghanistan, and the recent traumatic scenes in that country are very fresh in our minds. And we pray today for those who are marginalized and those who are excluded after many years of progress towards freedom and equality. Terrorist groups continue to operate in various places around the world. And many people live amongst continuing violence and fear. Fear is a powerful emotion. Not always a negative one, but certainly a powerful one. Positively, some fears can drive us to work hard, to achieve well, to be careful where we go, to be healthy in how we live. But sometimes the same fears can have a negative impact on our lives, so we get afraid of making mistakes, afraid of not achieving our goals, afraid of hurting other people, afraid of unemployment, afraid of a relationship breaking down, afraid of a serious illness, afraid of death or of the process of dying. Or perhaps more than all of that, the fear of the unknown. So that phobia quiz that we had earlier, which was a little bit of a fun, a fun thing, but it just reminded us that almost everything has a fear attached to it. And for some people, those fears are very real and very deep. So this morning, I wonder, what are your fears today? What are my fears today? What are we anxious about is it something to do with school? Something about not doing well enough? Or someone who's making life a bit difficult for you at the moment, or a problem or a pressure that's holding you back from really being able to live life to the full? Maybe it's something to do with work. Relationships at work, tasks at work, changes that are bringing a different atmosphere in the workplace 
So many different patterns of work have emerged over the last 18 months or so. Or at home. Is there a fear about things that are happening at home? Life has been really tough in recent months. And just as we're coming out of the worst of the pandemic, it seems as if all kinds of other pressures are beginning to come to light. And people are afraid. There are concerns. And perhaps some of those things that have been suppressed are beginning to come up. Psalm 34 and verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. God is able to come alongside and help you overcome those fears that have a negative impact on how you live, that hold you back from really living to the full. We have a powerful God. We have a God who is able to make a difference and to come alongside when we are afraid. Notice exactly what these words say. It says, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. And then three things. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you up. Just those three things. This is what God is able to do. This is God's Holy Spirit in action. And all those phrases kind of overlap a bit in their meaning, but they all involve close action. You see, God does not send you an email or a text just to say that he's thinking of you. He doesn't post money in your account or deliver goods to your door and ring the doorbell and walk away. He comes exactly to where you are and brings his strength inside your life. He pulls you up. He holds you up. He lifts you up. He strengthens you from inside and helps you to move forward with expectancy and faith. This is what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in answer to our fears. Not to pretend they're not there. Not just to say, don't be so silly. But to come right there to strengthen, to help, to hold you up, to lift you up. Not everyone who went to fight in the wars would have claimed to be a Christian. But many were. And many stories came back of God's strength in the most difficult of situations. Sadly, we have to say also that not everyone sustained their faith through the war years. And some people came back angry and disillusioned. But the promise remains true to everyone. That the Lord says to us, don't be afraid. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you up. Part of the mailing that came out on Friday in our circular was uh, a new sheet that Amanda had written, a pastoral news sheet. And uh, she wrote a little bit about fear and faith. And I hope you've read this. If you haven't, I'm just going to quote a little bit of it now. It says, fear and faith both believe that something that hasn't happened, yet is going to happen. But fear is faith just in the wrong thing. Have faith in the one true God who is the creator of the universe. Fear is the alert 
Anxiety is the what if. Stress is the body's reaction to problems and troubles. Faith in God does not eliminate the problem. It illuminates it. God's love casts out all fear. And God loves us so much that he wants every single person to experience this kind of love. A perfect love that drives out fear. This is what God is wanting to say and to do for us this morning. Be honest about those things that cause you to be afraid. And bring them to a heavenly father who knows, who understands, who loves and who cares. And let him strengthen you. Let him hold you up. And let him come and bring you to that place of peace where his perfect love drives out your fear.